talk about today i think Start we should talk about jeremy piven and his roles oh god <laughs> <laughs> he went bad at some point right yeah he's kind of a weirdo yeah do you remember what the nature of that is i'd be happy to look it up we want to talk about jeremy piven i know I, I i th- i think that's uh, yeah. that's what happened though he got to, he got me too because of i he, think he bit. transgressed all right i Wow, a lot of paragraphs. That's I, I don't I don't need a lot of paragraphs. I'll take your word for it. I let's see. I mean I don't know the world. Uh, the world is our oyster here. We have uh, we've completed multiplex madness, pronounced with an IP. That's right. Uh, congratulations to James Bond, the winner yet again. I uh, and now you know we're it's the it's the summer movie season, man. Uh, Guardians is here. Fast X is here. We'll talk about that soon. He's had a lot of women come out against him. I uh, wow. I regret bringing it up. How does he get floor seats to the, the Heat game? Uh, well, he's still getting those entourage residuals. Is he from what? It's not like it's on. Actually, you know what? I think I did. Rem- I do remember like TNT being like, "We've got entourage now." Was there a thing where TNT was getting like HBO shows? I. Yeah, TNT or TBS. I think Silicon Valley is going to be on TBS. How are you doing Sex in the City? Yes. uh, Maybe. (laughs) That would be funny if Entourage was one of those shows. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, it's time. The Cannes Film Festival, we can talk about that. That's going on. Okay, if you could regularly attend a film festival, what Uh would it be? Do you want some options or are you good? No, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm good generally. I mean, this is this is just assuming I'm like my way is paid. I'm just I'm allowed mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's got to be con. Oh. That's where that's where the heaviest hitters of like movies go, isn't it? Um, it's certainly like the most posh. You're not seeing uh, you're not seeing Killers of the Flower Moon at Sundance. No, but you might see Killers of Flower Moon at Toronto, maybe at Venice. Okay. Maybe at Telluride. All right. Um, I am not picking Con because it sounds exhausting. Okay. Just lines out the wazoo. I guess you have the, to applaud for twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a this is a very good point. I'm watching a four hour movie and then I'm expected to applaud until like someone tells me i don't have to anymore i'm not participating in the applause <laughs> breaks i refuse it's insane and so i can't pick con and That's... you have to watch the idol with the cast and then applaud them afterward i i do have, have to clarify to. this is a television show right yeah okay i you have to yeah i'm just not gonna do it i'll, I'll be one of those people that boos and walks out that happens at film festivals yeah i happen to medi and <laughs> sure one of uh, Army Arm Army Ari Gold's uh, clients. All right, so then I th- I think with with the applause breaks in mind, I'm picking Sundance. I'm I'm going I'm going Early for in the year. Okay. I'm going for, I'm going for sort of the Some the skiing. standard bearer. 
It's just like that's the film festival. That's the one. But you you were about you were about to reveal yours. I don't know. Venice would be nice. You know, to be in Toronto would be fun. Um, I might go with Telluride. South by Southwest would be a lot of fun. What is what is there. Telluride's deal? Uh, it's it's right at uh, Labor Day weekend, and it's like the kickoff to award season. Okay, there's like a few festivals that you really want to win, like um, the Audience Award or whatever. Uh huh. And that is one of them, along with Toronto. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Toronto though, because Toronto seems like a cool city. Toronto does seem like a cool city. So I'm gonna go with Toronto. All right. Fun. Yeah, I'd be on, I'd be on board with that. All right. Should we get started? I think so. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 241st episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I am your host, Noah. I This week saw the release of Fast X. And boy, oh boy, which cast member to honor, you know? <laughs> So many choices. I was, you know, when we were leaving with Joe, I was uh, like, Joe, are you ready to go see Vin Diesel? Are you ready to go see Michelle Rodriguez? What about Charlize Theron? He, just, you, he started going, oh, and I listed everyone. <laughs> you kept going. I said, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese. Are you ready to see Ludacris? Are you ready to see N- Natalie Emanuel? There you go. Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready to see Rita Moreno? Are you ready to see John Cena? Are you ready to see Brie Larson? Are you ready to see the guy who plays Jack Reacher on Amazon? Are you ready to go see Sung Kang? Are you ready to see uh, Jason Momoa? And he just kept going, stop it. (laughs) I can't imagine why. There's a lot of people in this movie. Uh, There are a lot of people in this movie. And I'm not even mentioning all of them. No. Wink, crunch, break, (laughs) death. You skipped my honoree yeah, this week. I, so in honor of Fast X, I am ranking my top five Brie Larson movies. I said Brie Larson, I think. I, I don't know. Maybe you did. It was a long list. Right in if I did. I, so number five mm-hmm. on this list, perhaps a controversial choice. Got to watch Short Term 12 again. I, I agree. I Knowing what I know about whether I liked this movie or not when I saw it. Oh, interesting. I, to put interesting. it at five might be wrong hold on let me let me think of what this could be okay kong skull island no 21 jump street no all right go ahead uh the answer is room <laughs> you didn't like room at all i know but you hated room i know but <laughs> this is remarkable what's happening right now this revisionist history of room this is to honor the performance, not the movie. Oh my god! This you is. Couldn't find five of her movies that you liked enough. I well, listen. She stopped making good movies for a long time, uh, in like 2016. Uh, she shouldn't have made Free Fire. It ruined her career. And <laughs> <laughs> and that's not my fault. Uh, but Room is the movie that put her on the map. She uh, won an Academy Award for it. 2014, I think. I uh, do you uh, do you, do you believe that is uh, that is correct? She won that. Uh, she did win the Oscar. Yeah, won the course. Oscar that year. Okay. Of course. I, 
and that is a you know that's something that's something that has to be admired uh checking to see if it was on my worst of the I'm year f- list i'm very confident it was maybe it was in 16 okay uh 16 seems late this is 50 hold on oh she made free fire in 2016 she was already a star by so then. 2015 okay I, I, on the fa- I could have sworn you had this on your list. While you are, uh, while you're looking this up, I'm Wait, going to. Wait, I have it. Oh, we're going to count. We're right. going to count you down. Number ten, Krampus. Nice. Number nine, Spectre. Number eight, Black Mass. Number seven, Tomorrowland. Number six, Minions. Number five, Jeremy no, Piven. There's no way. <laughs> it's this low on the list. Number four, Fantastic no, Four. Impossible. Number three, Terminator Genesis. Number two, Jupiter Sending. Remember where your number one was? I no, I don't. Oh no. Yeah, I do. Okay. The hunting ground. Yeah. All right. I, you didn't put it as your worst, but you hate it. Well, me. I didn't think it was good. It featured Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Uh, adult Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> yeah, it's just they de-aged him for this one. I uh, but listen, she was great in it. And good for her. I uh, number four, digging for fire. Oh yeah, fun one. Uh, yeah, fun movie back in the. Uh, well, I miss Swanberg. The big, uh, the big doing? Joe Swanberg era. You know, come yeah. on, make he, another fucking movie. Idiot. He came and went. Listen, he doesn't have ninety thousand dollars, so he can't finance one of his feature films. I, uh, this movie's great. I, uh, it's the kind of thing that Brie Larson should do more. Also, the kind of thing that I. Uh, Are you Jake Johnson like, should do more? These only have, can these only. Yes. Any size role will do? Uh I mean kind of. Okay. Uh there is the next movie on this list is going to have a uh, pretty small role for her, but I went back and double checked the plot synopsis and it's a big enough role to I have qualify. Five movies. And okay. You don't have to put room. Okay. Nine. Uh the fifth one I'm curious about. I uh, Digging for Fire is a lot of fun. Yeah it is. Uh and I uh, recommend everyone Good watch cast. it. Number three, The Spectacular Now. That's one of mine. Uh, which is a uh, a good, strong coming-of-age movie. The uh, the thing that got Miles Teller really going for a minute before he stopped and then came back. Uh, Brie Larson plays a... She's a supporting role in this. She's a minor uh, minor role of yeah. his, like... His uh, his girlfriend that he is pining for instead of Shalane Woodley. No, he already has her. He's, like, having casual sex or... Whatever with her, they're like in a really. She's like the hot girl in school, and they're yeah. in a relationship. But they break up at the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I I went back and read the whole plot synopsis. Did you? Well, because I did. It's great. I, I was like, oh, Brie Larson was in that. Uh, it turns out she was. Mm-hmm. Number two. Yeah. Uh, a movie that I agree should be rewatched is Short Term Twelve. Number two. I uh, also I before I move on from the spectacular now I'm actually going to bring it to bring it back up because it had been a while since. I had looked into it, and Kyle Chandler plays I'm, his father. Yeah, I'm I'm reminded by the spectacular now, or by Short Term Twelve, and seeing wow, what a what a great cast in this movie, what a great cast in, in the spectacular, spectacular now. now. Yeah, I' gonna run this down for you: Miles Teller, Shalane Woodley, uh, fine twosome, Brie Larson. Yeah, I uh, Miles Teller's parents are Kyle Chandler and Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in this movie. Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Caitlin Deaver. Wow. Uh, Andre Royo, presumably as one of their teachers. Who's that? Uh, As Bubbles from The Wire. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 
just a, a, an incredible lineup. Very well done by them. Uh, short-term 12, meanwhile, speaking of Brie Larson and Caitlin Deaver, uh, this is the movie that really put uh, Brie Larson on the map for us. Let's find out. Let's find out where we had that. Okay. List. When did that come? That came out early. Right? Uh, Short Term Twelve was released. Fourteen, probably. In uh, no thirteen. Oh, we're not gonna have it. I, and just really, like a who's who of people on the come up in this movie. Yeah. Brie Larson, John Gallagher Jr., Caitlin Deaver, Rami Malek, Lakeith Stanfield, Stephanie Beatrice, I. Just a, a great a great lineup of people in a very uh, dramatic and compelling movie. Uh, really, really great work from Stanfield, from Deaver, uh, Brie Larson kind of at the heart of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my number one, like Short Term 12 is great and and all, but like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Come oh, on. I didn't even have that on my list. Oh. <laughs> I, there's six of them. Very curious about those other two. I might have skipped something. I don't know. I. She plays a small but pivotal role in that movie. Hello uh, again. Yeah, friend has friend. the best song um, in the movie. Blah, 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 blah. And just like, come on, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one of one of my favorite movies. Incredible stuff. What are these other two? And I guess just what is what is your your list here? It's just a rule that you. Kim Band. Wait, let me just finish it. You crack the whip, shape, shift, and trick the past again. Go ahead. Send my love on a Um, Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't count those. Why? I, I She's don't. in it. Yeah, sure. And, All right. Fine. And uh, tied for the 10th best movie of the year came out. Trainwreck. Yeah. I Trainwreck. I did not remember her appearing in it at all, and She's I assumed her sister, it was married to Mike Birbiglia. Okay. All right. I uh, yeah. Trainwreck. I passed over because I was like, oh, she probably like has some kind of cameo in it. No, and she's like, in it. All right. Fine. I. Uh, it starts with the flashback of them to his kids and Colin Quinn. You know, talking about relationship. All right. Yeah, I, I remember that. I skipped. Uh, <sighs> skipped that one. All right. My bad. Congratulations to Room for uh, erroneously making the list. All right. Top five. Yeah, our actual top five this week was uh, opened with Fast X. Mm-hmm. Also featured Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Book Club the Next Chapter, and Evil Dead Rise. But Fast X, the star of our show, opened this weekend with $67.5 million. Um, do you like that it's Evil Dead Rise? Uh, Sure. I, I like it too, but then reading it, I always want to say rises. Okay, I. Yeah, I mean, I you know I recently, I don't, actually I don't know how recently it was probably a while ago. I have a previous top five of rises movies. Oh, it's interesting. Go ahead. What is it? Are you I, keeping it? Uh, hang on, let me find it. Uh, for, you could do it for. Uh, wait, wait. Isn't the Transformers sequel Rise of the Beasts? Let's see. Oh, it's just rise movies. So actually, this. Uh, yeah, this movie would have fit right in. I uh, Transformers might be Rise of the Beast, though. Okay. Well, you, I, you I would have save to... it for that. No, I did it already. Oh, what was it? I remind us. Number five. Yeah. Minions: Rise of Gru. 
What? You haven't seen that. <laughs> Number four. You haven't, hold on. You haven't. You didn't already do this. I did already do you this. You didn't see Minions Rise of Crew. I did this uh, many weeks ago. Okay. Go ahead. I, you may have written it. We may not have recorded about it. Go ahead. We definitely did. All right. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. You, what is, I've never heard this before. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> You know, talking about movies I haven't seen. High Rise? Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Why did you put that in number three? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you later how many weeks ago this was. I, God, I was still in my uh, weird list phase here. I, Oh, yeah. So this uh, this list I did the week before Nope came out. Because the following list is variants of the word no. That was July. Uh, you did that for Minions Rise of Gru. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, Dark Knight Rises. Number one. Any guesses at number one? Oh, God. Um, rise. No, I don't. Just do it. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. I. Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah. What movie is that? Is that the first one? Yeah. I don't think I ever re- re- registered that it's called Rise. <laughs> a lot of rises. Uh, Evil Dead Rise would make that list over the uh, one, the two, the four you haven't yeah. seen. I've seen three of those five. You saw Silver Surfer, but you put a movie you hadn't seen above it. Yeah, well, it wasn't very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm into the title Evil Dead Rise. All right. Anyway, Fast X made sixty-seven, as you said, um, which I'm going to put into the camp is not good. But it's global opening of two of three hundred and twenty three. I'm going to put into the camp of good. Very good. In okay. fact. So this movie is being saved by overseas, which is similar to what happened with uh, Fast uh, Fate of the Furious, where that um, only made about low twos domestically, but cleared a billion worldwide, really saved by overseas okay. numbers. Same thing's going to happen here. I don't think this is going to hold. I think it's going to crawl to one fifty uh, domestic, but should sail over. Seven, maybe even eight hundred million uh, worldwide, which I think squarely puts Universal at a. Um, if you don't get a big name to come into this, like, yeah. like the guy who the Jack Reacher guy said, um, you know, Keanu Reeves was really supposed to play my originally supposed to play my role. Uh-huh. Big shoes to fill, and I was like, oh my god, way to downgrade the fucking <laughs> this guy. But um, someone like that, like if you can finally get Denzel to be in it, sure, great. We'll give you two more, but I think Universal seriously looking at this and going. I mean, they could probably squeeze two more out of this, but um, this this is a warning sign uh, for things to come. I think the overseas number is terrific and really saves it here. Um, it's below the uh, opening of F nine, the Fast Saga. Okay, the worst title. Yeah, de- definitely the worst title. I mean. Listen, I it's the worst title. It's the worst title because it's so like clunky and uninspired. Uh-huh. I'm really opposed to the fate of the furious as a title because of how thoroughly it ignores deviates? the conventions what and deviates. Was, what if it was what everyone said it should have been, which is F8 of the furious? I the fate of F8, the f- fate. I no, I don't think so. I may that would be better, I guess, but not good. Uh, it's just the only title that tries to have like personality, and it's it's very weird. Anyway, um, 
It's just it's even below that. They made seventy million, and that was uh, uh, on a sketchy summer schedule. That was that was June of twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was the first big like, are we back summer? And that was a big deal. I remember at the time going like, it's a really good number. Um, and so now when the box office has recovered, and movies can make over a hundred million all this kind of stuff, this this is just showing a an erosion of the audience, which like it's the tenth movie, like that's bound to happen yeah it's it's the 10th movie they we've we've left behind that period where it's like oh my god these are really good yeah i uh, but it's, um we have those overseas numbers so this is an oof without a magoof its cinema score is uh on the lower end of uh i think it's like a b plus okay it's on the lower end of the fast uh franchise which is another reason why i think it's not going to hold well and so i think this is like a, we're going to take the L domestically if we're going to make around 150, which is like the lowest since the fourth movie. And we're, I think they have to have a big conversation about pushing two more out of this. Um, I mean, that's just a bananas. Instead idea. of just wrapping it up at, at one more movie. When you see the movie, I also don't know how they're only, they can only <laughs> get one movie out of it. I'm looking at going like nothing really has happened to many of these people. Um, this is definitely the first act of a thing. Um, so yeah, a big brow wipe. It, it broke records in some of the countries that it debuted in. Um, it beat projections overseas. It's the, uh, third biggest fast and furious opening worldwide behind F eight and F seven, six biggest post COVID and the second biggest post COVID for a non comic book movie. So, the number, the worldwide number, say it's doing well. It's this domestic number that's that I think is worrisome. It's also uh, only. Uh, well, let me check. Is that is that our is that our t- uh, final gross? Because what? Uh, or is it? What, so, what are, are we still at for? the estimate? I th- it's got to be the final gross. Was oh yeah 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 okay. yeah it's uh, it's locked in. Okay, then it is Jesus Christ. Seventeen minus four is thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Thirteen thousand dollars more than Black Adam's opening weekend. Ooh. <laughs> That's not good. That that ruined the Rock's career. Well, it certainly led the Rock to do something uh drastic. Um, finally and- run for president. <laughs> He's announcing in a Twitter space with Elon Musk as we speak. So I think that the movie going public is ready for the franchise to end. I'm ready for it to end. And uh, I their Universal has a big conversation coming. But right now they're popping champagne for those worldwide numbers. They're probably going to get over 800 out of yeah. it. So Hobbs and Shaw 2 coming soon. Uh, our number two on the list is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which made $31.9 million. It was a 48.4% drop. That is up to 266.5. Did you say $31 million? I have it at 32. Uh, yes, I agree. $32 ah. million. Dollars. Um. Yeah, again, a nice hold with stiff competition and also... Fast and Furious taking away uh, premium Dolby and IMAX screens. It's a nice hold. The movie's going to get over... Th- it's probably going to make 330 
or so, which is going to be, it's got to be around what the first one made. I'll look that up. And worldwide, we are now over six and a half, 650 worldwide. Um, so this is a very face-saving uh, movie for Marvel. And I say that not, not really only the gross. Uh, the first movie, by the way, made 333. So this is going to end right around what the first one made. Okay. But more so in the, um, the holds. That people are going and telling people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word of mouth is a big win for Marvel. Yeah. I mean, this is just this is what happens when you make a movie that's good and people like. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about getting some kind of big star for Fast X 2. Like, just make it good. Yeah. Can you make it good? Please and then, God make it good. And then, like, it'll make more money. I, th- I, think, I think that's maybe not all there is to it, but... I think there's a lot. That's a lot of what there is to it. Dear God, make it good. I. <laughs> but yeah, Guardian Guardians three, good uh, good movie. People mm-hmm. like it. I liked it. And this, these drops are these drops are nice. I'm seeing it on Wednesday. Oh, that's fun. I. Number three on our list was the Super Mario Brothers movie, which made nine point six million. That was a twenty three point nine percent drop. Speaking of drops. It's up to $549 million. Yeah, it can't be stopped, and I'm very curious about Little Mermaid's impact on this and also just the Little Mermaid's gross this weekend for Memorial Day. Um, is there uh, Are there rumblings? Might it be uh, not as high as people hoped? I mean, coming into, this, coming into the year, I would have said, like, this is going to just blow. This I remember. blow up. I remember because I, I made my prediction and you were like, that number's bad. What number did you say? Do you remember? I uh, Like 70-something. Yeah, I think that might be what we're hitting around there. <laughs> but in my mind, it's like this is like the the other Lion King beating the Beast where everyone's like, I know this, right. the, these songs I know by heart. It's going to hit that nostalgia bone. And, um, and Even I think, Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin was also Memorial Day. Made like 90. Um so we'll see. We'll see. Reviews are good, and we'll see how it plays out. Super Mario Brothers, though, oh, right. is a huge smash hit. It recently, worldwide, this weekend, passed Incredibles 2. It's the number 21, uh, 21st highest grossing movie worldwide. Okay. And the second biggest grossing animated film behind Frozen 2 worldwide. It's not going to catch Frozen 2 worldwide, but it is... Um, it's a huge hit, and then domestically, it's also not going to get anywhere near Incredibles 2 domestic. So, on both charts, it will remain the number two animated movie, uh, only behind different movies. Yeah. Which is fun. But, uh, yeah, it's a... It's still number two. Pretty good. And then I saw it on Sunday in a huge theater with, including myself, like five people. Okay. So, I don't know. So, they're not they're, not, they're not going to our theaters. I don't know. Either that or, like, there's just so many showtimes. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, a little a little of both. Uh, number four on the list, Book Club, the next chapter, came in with $3 million. It was a 55.1% drop, and it is up to $13 million. Yeah, that's a big flop. That's about what the first one opened to, and yeah. um, lightning only strikes once. Yeah, that's tough. I uh, Evil Dead Rise rounds out the list in the number five spot, which made $2.4 million, a 34.9% drop. That is up to 64.1 altogether. Okay. Evil Dead Rise. Go yes. ahead and click on it for me, Noah. I will do so, and I have done so. What's the worldwide number? Worldwide number for Evil Dead Rise is $140 million. And that's more than 133 Uh, Yeah, I, yes. 
Okay, so then that's more than Shazam Fury of the Gods Worldwide. Oh, <laughs> when you put it that way, that's bad. Which is, I think, one of the most embarrassing things that you could say for Warner Brothers. I mean, we'd already kind of written the book on how Shazam Fury of the Gods is a colossal disaster. Uh, but, like, holy moly? Yeah, uh, Evil Dead Rise was, and I'll just keep repeating this till the end of time, supposed to be a straight-to-streaming right. movie. It's. I mean, it keeps happening with these horror movies. I mean, horror's always been big. Yeah, it's, uh, but I mean, like, Smile was supposed to go straight-to-streaming? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, stop putting things to streaming. Or maybe start putting more of your children characters through wood chippers. Okay. It's a lot. You know what? <laughs> a lot of young children Shazam People Fury are going to think that the little girl at the end of Evil Dead gets put into the wood. She doesn't. Okay. Right? No. No. It's a lot of, there's a lot of chi- there's a lot of kids yeah. in that movie. A lot, uh, a lot of kids in Shazam Fury of the Gods. We could have spared one of them yeah. into a wood chipper. Here's the thing. We're watching a TV spot for strays, right? Yeah. They've cut one trailer for this thing. Right. He wants to bite that guy's dick off. And it's off. not good. No. I don't think it's a good trailer. I don't think that the dog voice animation looks good. I don't think that the jokes are very good. But, like, Lord Miller produced it, and they only do good shit. Except they did Cocaine Bear. Um, yeah, they only direct good shit. Lots, lots of great directors produce stupid bullshit. Well, they didn't. They didn't uh, direct uh, Spider Verse. One of them wrote it. Sure, wrote it. I mean, they can produce both good and bad shit. All I'm saying is, cut another trailer. They bumped that to August. Okay. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, huge hit. What can I say? I, I'm surprised we haven't gotten a, a sequel announcement yet. I don't think it's going to climb to seventy. It's at sixty four, but huge, huge hit. Yeah. And then. Um, Hypnotic. It's second weekend. Remember that movie? Yeah. It made $800,000. Dropped 66%. And that's the end of that. That's all I have for us. All right. Well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it make or or less But just (laughs) the last two fingers. I see. You've come up with a new game for us. What are the rules? I can't feel that. The you win. Uh, we all That's know how to play. the most I can move it. That's uh, not enough <laughs> for the listeners at home. This one He's not move moving it very crazy. much. How about the right pinky? Tell, talk about yeah, that. Your, your right pinky and your ring finger are both going bananas. And here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not moving. I uh, All right, I'm going to shut the podcast off so I can call the police. I uh, All right, here's how to play. I named three movies. You list them in order. Which ones made more and which ones made less? So I named three movies? I named three movies. And then you have to guess. Yeah, I named three movies and then I guessed them. I named them and you guess? Not anymore. Or you named them and... I think this uh, sleepy finger syndrome has spread to your brain and you've gone back in time a couple of years. like the one aspect of the joke for you repeating the instructions that I haven't done yet. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I'm doing it now. For a bonus point, you can tell me the year in question. Yeah. One of the movie's opening weekend totals within right. $3 million. One of the movie's final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Yeah, sure. Your three movies are uh-huh. Megamind, uh-huh, 2010, Tangled, 2010. and True Grit. 2010. 
You think that came out in 2010? They all three of them did. Uh, you're right. Okay, lowest to highest? Uh, which, however you prefer, sure. Megamind, True Grit, Tangled. Correct. All three. Uh, Tangled famously made $200 million domestically. Yes, it did. And let's say Megamind opened to 38. Uh, Megamind opened to 46. Oh, damn. Oh, man, you were on a heater there. I tried to go, and I know it's a lot harder when uh, I mean, it's a lot harder for me to do well in this game uh-huh. with the uh, the high grocers here. Uh, I was trying to trying to thread that needle a little bit, and it didn't quite work. So True Grit was like one eighty, one seventy, one seventy one, and then Mega Mind is like one forty, one forty eight. Yeah, I can we take just a moment to talk about how true grit made 171 million dollars I, I think about it occasionally <laughs> i really go boy that that winter nothing opened huh it was true grit or tron legacy and 71 million dollars true grit or tron legacy is really what they had to go with that, that winter a lot of a lot of jeff bridges being offered to them i that is so much <laughs> money <laughs> How did they do it? Any Western making that? I have no idea. It's Good crazy. Lord. Uh, I mean, I knew that Haley Steinfeld would become a pop sensation. But you didn't know that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you said, no one she appeared on screen. You spit out your popcorn. Every time Matt Damon's character Labeef was on screen, I kept saying, don't invest in crypto, Matt. Yeah, that's a bad name. Uh, it is not a bad Le name. Labeef? Labeef. Find the whimsy in life. Uh, Why? Because then you get to enjoy things like Le Beef. Uh That was a very good performance. Five points. Well done. Thank you. Uh, come and gone from a theater near you, though. Are you ready to go back yeah, in time? Yeah, I think it's about time we do that. All right. The year is 2015. The week is May 15. Okay. A lot of teens. Go- oh, is this uh, Mad to- Max Pitch Perfect, too? It is, yes. <laughs> Famous battle. Pitch Perfect 2 came out on top with $50 million. Well, it did make $50 million. It wasn't on top? But, no, it just also made several more million dollars. Oh, oh, You oh, dramatically oh. undersold it. Oh, oh. What is it, like 68 or 70? Yeah, it made $69 million. Yeah. Uh, because, and I think this is what we're learning on the podcast this week, uh-huh. uh, Haley Steinfeld, superstar, put her in Fast X 2. I'm down. Who would she play? Well, she has to be a sibling to somebody. Uh, she is Michelle Rodriguez's sibling or long-lost daughter. Whoa, with who? <laughs> what? I. She would have been with Dom when that happened. With Mouse. <laughs> Mouse? Yeah. Wait. Ow, wow, scared. <laughs> the the guy, the scaredy guy from the first movie. Jesse? Oh yeah, no, Mouse is from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse famously dies in a drive-by shooting with an Uzi. Johnny Tran killed. Yeah, him. I know. They had had sex and a child before that. She had sex with with Jesse? Yeah. Uh, Letty. <laughs> Jesse was in the group. He was he was a, he drove a fast car, man. Chicks dig cars. How did this get made? Did uh, Fast and Furious live at Largo with uh, 
Seth Rogen. Okay. Recently. Yeah. The first one, you mean? Yeah. And in it, they were uh, <laughs> they were talking about the ending, and Rogen just goes, "The villain in the third act is a scared man <laughs> with a gun." <laughs> a scared man protecting his VCRs. <laughs> well, maybe. I. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld, big uh, big star, big winner. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, forty six. Uh, yeah, and forty five point four. I thought it was forty five or forty eight. I split the if difference. it if it had featured Haley Steinfeld as one of the uh, one of the women in the in the group. Would have made $55 million. There were a lot of stars in that women group. Who else? Uh, who Riley else we got? Keough, I believe, is in it. Zoe uh, that Kravitz sounds right. is okay. in it. Probably others. I did not know that Zoe Kravitz was one of them. That's cool. Uh, yeah, crazy weekend. Two uh, two big movies. Uh, did you know that there was a Pitch Perfect show? Bu- bu- Buster? Bunker? Bubbler? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Bruiser. B- B- Buster. Billy Bob. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Let's see. Billy Bob does Dallas or something, right? <laughs> yeah, except he's in Amsterdam or like Berlin. No, it's Berlin because his name is Bubba Bunker. 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 Bunker does Berlin. Uh, bumper in Berlin. Bumper. Yeah, there we go. I, yeah, I did know about this. <laughs> okay. Rosie Huntington Whitney. Oh, Whitley. really? Okay. From Transformers 3 and also Jason Statham's uh, Bride. Abby Lee. I don't know who that is. Anyway. I, yeah, nothing uh, Nothing else coming out uh, Coming out that weekend, but strong strong twofer. Yeah. Love a twofer. Yeah. Hashtag you can see both. And they did. Yep. What are we doing now? Oh, uh, it's my turn to go? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do some early reactions. All right. I got two for you this week, and one of them is going to be a little different. Very exciting. First one's not different. We're going to watch the trailer for The Creator. Okay. Uh, a movie that film Twitter for a moment was like, oh, my God, this looks so fucking good. So we're going to watch it. Sure. And Noah hasn't seen it. He doesn't even know what it's about. Space. Time. Shit, aliens. Right. We don't have to watch it then. Um, okay, it was instant reaction. Is this about the creation of the uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth song? Stop. Let it happen. <laughs> Why don't you want to be surprised ever? Um, he'll give his instant reaction and predict the film's opening weekend. We're going to have to mute the mics, but I think it'll be fine. Actually, it will be, because as always, it'll be seamless. Experience the motion picture event, Noah. I think I will do that. What do you think? Are Thank you. you. On Yes, I am on Twitter's side, as uh, as I always am. <laughs> uh, you can find more at my blue checkmark profile. I no, I think that looks really cool. I I don't expect it's the kind of movie that has the capacity to like be really great necessarily, but maybe I guess. And just like it, just like looks really cool. It's visually very interesting. It's got a lot of the same qualities that you said you saw in like a rogue one or, you know, even the Elysium district nine. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, I think visually it looks a lot more interesting than I uh, certainly Elysium. I district nine had, it's, uh, it's like much 
like smaller, grimier quality to it. Uh, but just to see a trailer for a movie that just visually looks like one of those Star Wars movies they were putting out, just lots of like big, big panoramic shots of like lakes next to mountains mm-hmm. and there's greenery, except there's a spaceship. I uh, really cool, really into it. And just, I think fully prepared to let this become my Alita battle angel. Wow. I, and I'm just, just generally very supportive. Be part of, of the creator crew instead of the elite army. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Very supportive of anything that wants to be like original and interesting. Sure. Uh, what do you think it'll open to September 29th? God, September of this year. This is this is the problem. Is that like not too much? I uh, let's say 35 million dollars. For the creator, I'm locking it in. In fact, our second and final reaction today is going to be the adaptation of the stage musical of the adaptation of the film of the adaptation of the book of the color purple. Yeah, man. So we're gonna watch the trailer for the new color purple. Noah will give his instant reaction. We'll turn the mics off again, but it should be just like last time. It'll be seem. Less. No, have you ever seen The Color Purple? I have never seen The Color Purple. It's very good. You know, famously nominated for 10 Academy Awards and losing all of them. Yes, I have heard that. Uh, it's very good. This adaptation is, of course, based on the uh, book, the movie, and the musical. Right. Uh, produced by Oprah Winfrey, who is in the original and also produced it. Uh, Steven Spielberg, who directed the original. Did not appear. Did not appear in it. And Quincy Jones, who I believe helped produce the musical. Okay. He might have produced the original. I don't know. And I can find out. He did. Okay, great. Um, comes out December 25th, 2023. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, I thought the trailer was fine. I Knowing nothing about the color purple, I... I don't know. It seems it seems like a nice a nice story of sisters. I uh, usually in the big musical trailers, like the it's kind of like the big main song. Uh-huh. And I can't say that uh, the the song in the trailer really was of note to me. Sure. I. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was a, it was a, it was a good trailer. Looked uh, looked good. Cinematic. Well, uh, well shot. Interesting cast. Uh, yeah, the the Halle Bailey thing continuing. Uh, Coleman Domingo always always pleased to see his name show up. American Idol winner Fantasia Barino. Yeah. I. I'm not certain of its success. Well, I'm not going to have you guess the opening weekend. Oh, interesting. All right. Because so I'll erase my guess then. It might be uh, limited at first. Okay. I don't know. Instead, I want you to tell me the domestic total. Oh, Lord. Uh, for the color purple. Okay. I. All right. So now I gotta, I gotta work this out a little bit. That is a confident trailer. Yeah. The music cues hit. The editing's great. Sure. They're throwing big title cards up there. Like this is like a, boom, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking back on a few of those uh, confident trailers for uh, big cinematic musicals that we've gotten recently. 
Well, Cats had a trailer everybody made fun of. Sure. And, uh, well, I said Story had no stars. Yeah, I, I don't know that this one has stars. It's star producers. I, but, you know, the West Side Story trailer, incredible, confident, cinematic. I, no, nobody wanted to see that. The In the Heights trailer. Really good. That's Very a good confident. call. That's a good call. Very exciting. I, nobody wanted to see that, despite uh, Jimmy Smith's greeting Usnavi in that way, which, like, should have earned good it. Good morning, Usnavi. Terrific. I, so, I think this movie is going to make, it's like, not, I don't think it's going to make money. I think it's going to do poorly. And so I think its domestic total is going to, you know, I try not to echo predictions, but since this is a different one, I am going to echo my prediction to say $35 million. Wow. I I think we're doing more than that. I think this could be a thing. I am going to stop predicting that of musicals until it happens again. If it's good, this could be a big thing. It's There's no way it is as good as West Side Story was. Well, that's true. I, I'm just like, I, I agree. There's that part of my brain that looks at it and goes, wow. Like, big, big musical. It's bad. It's ba- they're back. We're going to have it. But, you know, fool me, fool me once, fool me twice. I won't get fooled again. Okay. Um, To quote uh, the decider himself. All right. Well, we got them both down. Let's wrap it up. No, let me uh, let me ask you real quick because I didn't. uh, Yeah. I didn't get your take on my creator prediction. Would you say thirty nine? Thirty five. Thirty five. I think that's right in like the very good range. Okay. Cool. I I would say that uh, I think the creator's opening the sub twenty. Okay. That's a. I think it's hard to push. I can see that sci-fi. John David Washington is not a star. See Tenet. Um, you should see Tenet. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you should. I just didn't like it. But yeah, so, yeah, so, um, yeah I think it's sub twenty for that. Okay. Recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend. Um. Well, this is tough because I haven't been too many things out recently. I. I expect Master Gardener is interesting, but I'm not going to make that my recommendation. I I will say that if you... Oh, I don't know. I'm drawing, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Blackberry? I haven't seen that either. Like, I don't want to just recommend Guardians and Margaret again. I still recommend Margaret again. Margaret? Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll piggyback on your thing when you do it. I'm going to recommend You Hurt My Feelings, which comes out this week. 96 on Rotten Tomatoes out of 67 reviews. Smart, funny, and above all entertaining. You Hurt My Feelings finds writer-director Nicole Hollis... I used to know how to say her name. Holof Center. There it is. As sharply perceptive as ever. I can't wait to go see it. See an adult movie. Be an adult. 
yes, adult movies are important. Uh, which, like, I mean, Margaret is not, but it's kind of an adult movie. Yeah. It's more of an adult movie than Fast X or Guardians. Like, I'm not just piling on the ones that I'm probably not going to like. Shall I plug us up? Sure. All right. You can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeSerber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. It's also my handle on Letterboxd. And, of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are uh-huh. on Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. We are on Spotify. Uh-huh. We are ready to greet the summer. You know, unencumbered. No more, no more feed. Yeah, I know. But we've been focused on other stuff. Now we're 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 late to the party, but fashionably late. That's true. And we're ready for the rest of it. Like bring on uh, the rest of the summer. The movies that are coming out. You don't I mean, wanna, you don't want to see half of them. Well, sure, but that doesn't mean I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to see how they do. I don't want to make fun of them a little bit, maybe. Just more movies I have to see alone, folks. Hey, listen, next weekend Memorial Day, big yeah. weekend. Little Mermaid. This is like one of the last few big properties that Disney has to mine a live action remake out of. How well will it do? Surprisingly good reviews, great notices for its star. Let's see what happens. That's next week. Uh, this has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. And until then, go see a movie. <laughs>